Good morning, Big Ten fans. Welcome back to another edition of the Big Ten Morning Minutes. I'm your host, Michael Chen. Give me a follow on Twitter at MFC2123. It is Thursday, August 29, 2019, and today is the day that Big Ten football starts. Minnesota kicking off the season for the conference, hosting South Dakota State. It's here. College football is here. Yes, 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 I know. There were a couple games this past weekend, but week zero is not the full slate. It's just a couple of games. This is it. This is the beginning of it. This is real. College football's here. Should be excited because I sure as hell am. I'm going to watch as much of the game as I can. Unfortunately, I'm not probably going to be able to watch a ton of it due to the fact that I have to be up extra early tomorrow morning to get to work, but I'm still going to get to watch uh, at least the half of football, see what Minnesota's going to have to offer me. I'm very excited to see how the offense goes after obviously losing Zach Anastad and inserting Tanner Morgan as the starting quarterback. Uh, That's really what I'm going to watch for tonight. Uh, I think that the Gophers are going to be a pretty solid team. Uh, Hopefully, uh, like I said, I'll get a chance to write up a little bit of a season preview for you, give my predictions of how the conference will go. I wrote my Northwestern preview this morning I'll let you know I think that they're going to go about eight and four this year they always overperform I think that it's not going to be a back-to-back week I'm sorry a back-to-back year where you see Northwestern in the conference championship game but I still think they'll have a good season it's just their opening seven weeks it's just rough they only have one real cupcake in there and It could be a a slow start to the Northwestern football season, but I I see Pat Fitzgerald coaching them well. And although the stats might not show it, I think they're better than they actually are. They always overperform. But back to the news from yesterday. We'll start off with Iowa getting some transfer news, good and bad yesterday. But the big news inside the conference was the fact that Oliver Martin was deemed eligible by the NCAA yesterday and will be able to play immediately for the Hawkeyes. The Iowa City native returns home after spending his first two seasons at Michigan. And when he transferred, it was a little bit of a surprise. Actually, to be honest with you, when he committed to Michigan, I thought that was a bigger surprise. He could have stayed home. He's been a Hawkeye fan, but opted to try and leave and make his way in Ann Arbor obviously didn't work return and the NCAA said hey you know what we understand why you're returning got to go home so they grant him immediate eligibility which to me still is a huge contentious point of this offseason I think that they're gonna have to do some things this offseason to fix the transfer portal and who is eligible immediately who is not there needs to be straight line criteria as to what's going on but but that's besides the point a huge huge get here because martin's going to slot in and he could potentially be the best wide receiver on the field for the hawkeyes this year as they're pretty deep at that position but martin is one hell of a player the bad news on the transfer portal side for the hawkeyes is the fact that redshirt freshman running back Henry Guile has entered his name in the transfer portal, is going to look for playing time in other places. Went through all of fall camp, realized that he wasn't in the two deep, 
probably not even in the four deep after losing reps to two of the true freshmen that were in the 19 class. And so Kyle said, you know what, I'm going to look elsewhere. The Wisconsin native will look to move around. Who knows where he'll end up, but uh, an, an unfortunate loss. But I think this one is one that Kirk Ferentz and the Hawkeyes will be able to withstand. U-Dubs, the Wisconsin Badgers, announced yesterday that tight end Xander Newville has been officially granted that sixth year. Uh, Newville had been practicing because it seemed as if the NCAA was going to grant him that sixth year due to injuries. They have officially done that yesterday. However, uh, Newville is still recovering from the leg injury that he suffered last year. So he will play at some point this year, but it's unknown exactly when he'll suit up for Paul Christ and the Badgers. Chris Ash got some bad news yesterday as UM transfer Ron Johnson was not able to graduate from Michigan. The holdup was the academic issues, uh, nothing about him qualifying. It was about the fact that he was trying to graduate in three years from Michigan and then be able to move on as a grad transfer, not a regular transfer, a grad transfer, so no question about immediate eligibility. Unfortunately for Johnson, he wasn't able to graduate and therefore won't be enrolling with the Scarlet Knights, so that's a loss for Chris Ash. Although Johnson really didn't see the field much in his first three seasons at Michigan, sitting behind Chase Winovich and Rashawn Gary, hard to crack when you're looking at two all Big Ten caliber players, but it would have been definitely helpful for Chris Ash and Rutgers to add Johnson to the squad, but unfortunately that will not be happening this coming year. Nebraska's offensive coordinator Troy Walters announced yesterday a few suspensions. Redshirt freshman wide receiver Andre Hunt and redshirt freshman tight end Katerian Legrone are going to be suspended for team activities Walters was not very specific as to what was going on with the suspensions and the length of the suspensions as well. So as soon as more of that news comes out, obviously I will let you know what's going on. Michigan State is going to miss out on their fifth-year offensive tackle, Cole Chewings. Currently, Chewings is recovering from an injury, a back injury, that held him out of preseason camp, not even on the two deep right now, obviously due to injury, the back injury. So Chewings will play at some point in time this year. D'Antonio is pretty confident in that. But the issue obviously is the fact that you're losing depth on the offensive line, and we'll see how Michigan State responds. D'Antonio seemed pretty confident that the backups would be able to do it, but... Uh, we'll see. I mean, losing a fifth-year offensive tackle who has started previously is always a big loss. So Mark D'Antonio will have to obviously pick it up in other areas, find someone to replace the offensive tackle and play of chewings. And that's going to do it for me this morning on your Big Ten Morning Minutes. Once again, I appreciate the listen. Give me a follow on Twitter at MFC2123. Go ahead and follow the website as well at two cents pods like us on facebook it's two cents pods over there rate us review us and share us on all of your listening platforms it's here football is here i'm so excited 
I appreciate the listen. Have a great Thursday, Big Ten fans. We'll see you on Friday as we recap the Minnesota game opening the Big Ten schedule. Have a great one, Big Ten fans.